<laughs> Welcome back. You are now tuned in to the Hella Queens podcast. And it's Omasa. It's Dom. It's hey, Tim. <laughs> we're still, we're still, we're still learning Zoom, guys. We're still learning Zoom. <laughs> we hey, really it's, <laughs> it's us. <laughs> yeah, we normally discuss it beforehand who's going in what rotation, but yeah, sorry about that. But we here, we're back. Thank God I made it today because you know we just don't know how to go home. We had a, a great night and I'm struggling today, but I'm gonna keep it together for this episode. I'm gonna keep it together. Professional. <laughs> you see me? <laughs> You definitely came looking the part, okay? Listen. <laughs> but yes, so we have a guest today. <laughs> so if you're looking at us on YouTube, you see five boxes, okay? But if you're listening, yes, we do have a guest. Um, just this week, we were on Love Conflicts Live with Yanni and... We have her here today for our episode. So thank you for coming on, Yanni. Hello, 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 everyone. Yes, thank you for having me. And definitely the interview of on Love Conflicts with y'all was super lit. Um, oh, that was so much fun. It was great. I got like a lot of great feedback. Like That's everyone good. loved it. Yeah. I am so happy to hear that. I really am. And it and the best part is that it just felt very, um, very natural, very, you know, you, you ladies didn't hold back. Like I said, just be you. And y'all was definitely being y'all. <laughs> I, sure I, like, I can't hear her. I can't hear her. Be quiet. Be quiet. I will be say quiet. it is one that of the problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> right. Ain't no problem. It was one of the most fun um, experiences I've had since I started Love Conflicts. So we bring the fire. That's the hella queens in us. Yes. <laughs> Any of our listeners, if you didn't get to check out the live on Thursday, March 11th, you can catch it on Yanni's Instagram TV. Um, you can find her at uh, at Love Conflicts underscore Yanni Y A N Y. Correct. Um, and we'll have the links um, in our bio, well, uh, not our, excuse me, in our bio. And um, it's on our uh, highlights. I highlighted it on our Instagram page. So if you go in our highlights where it says HQ interviews, you can check it out there and just go right directly to the interview. It is very long, but you know, we help, we talk hella shit all the time. So <laughs> like we are today. Interesting though. It was, it was great conversation. Um, I feel like we definitely shed light on the topic, but we also um, educated. And not only did we educate, but it's the interview is about you girls. You know what I mean? It's about you ladies and getting to know you, not only individually, but also as a team and also as a sisterhood. Because I know how it feels to, you know, to have that sisterhood where everyone is doing amazing and you all have that support you're always there for each other and i wanted to highlight that love that so it's a, it's a, I love that. It's a great yes. mm-hmm. you definitely did last night you definitely <laughs> did when i tell you okay we gotta talk because we always get into a little recap but we really gotta tell the people like behind the scenes y'all have no idea what the hell queen's nights look like like no. <laughs> i see after after, 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 after 
the after. I think nobody wants to see what the hell queens. No, but like, no, they actually do. They actually do. And I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, we got some. We got some coming for y'all. Yeah, we got some coming for real. Yes, in the near future. Party. Yeah, party with the queens, like for real. Definitely, definitely. I I, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> yes. So before we interview you, Yanni, we are going to get into what we call Hella Tea, where we just talk about all of the, um, I guess, the popular headlines trending okay. media, trending topics in the media. Yeah. Okay, so I do want to start off with our Women History Month highlight. Yay. Yes. It's about the women where my girls at. Yes. 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 <laughs> and I'm just like, let me pull it up. Why can't I find this? Okay, so we're going to start with Chloe and Hallie. Um, they were announced as the first musicians to be Neutrogena brand ambassadors. Yes. Oh, wow. Congratulations, ladies. Hallie and Hallie, they're so cute. Yeah. I, they, oh, are, like, they are so amazing. Like, just to see them young Black women just out here doing their things. Unapologetically. Very positive. Like, they just be minding their business and sipping their water. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it shows. They skin look good. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's right. It's oh, sure does. <laughs> and then we had some uh, inductions to the National Women's Hall of Fame. So they're inducting Octavia Butler, uh, Judy Chicago, Katherine Johnson, Joy Harjo. Har- Harjo? Is that is that the way, Harjo? I have no idea who that we is. We're going to go with that. <laughs> Rebecca Halstead, Emily Howland, Indira Noyai, Noyi, N-O-O-Y-I, Mass. Hey, I'm going with whatever you got. Okay, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama, <laughs> Mia Hamm, and Mia Hamm. So those are the oh, women that will be inducted yeah. to the Women's Hall of Fame. Nice. Congratulations. Okay. Yes. Shout out to women doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of um, women doing it, this week it was announced. Um, I can't remember what it was, but Cardi B, her song Bodak Yellow mm-hmm. went like diamond, like five times diamond or something like that yeah and she's like the first female rap artist to do that remember nelly went diamond um with his first song that came out what was that country she is the first female rapper to go diamond but that yellow was my shit you can't me, if you wanted to, <laughs> you right. can still play that song now and it's still ring off. Correct, it's true. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for her for that. Like, for real, I'm just surprised no other female has done it because it's been a, it's been a lot of time. It's been a long time. Like, okay, I'll go with it. Diamond and platinum, going diamond and platinum, two different levels, baby. Right, two different levels. So, it is very hard to achieve that. Um, kudos to Cardi. You yes. know, Cardi. she is out here doing major things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever all the hate that is coming out, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like people gonna always hate, especially when you get to a higher level. But for her, her business-wise and business ventures, she got the right team because she is on the right track. Like right. she released a, a, a doll, like 
Oh yeah, she is releasing. Yeah, I did see that. It, it oh, it's the OM, it's the uh, OMG dolls that yes. she was. Yeah, oh. she's a doll that looks like her. She said she's gonna be doing yeah. more of this. So you just gotta you you gotta respect that. If you don't respect that, like you you really are crazy in the mind. Like you crazy. Mm-hmm. Now you do. Yeah. Good for her. Yes. I'm yeah. proud. So oh. we're going to, I'm sorry. You say no, go ahead, Dami. Oh, we're going to go into um, a very popular topic that we all probably seen everywhere. There was um, videos and clips of it. This interview that happened over this um, this past Sunday, which was mm-hmm. Harry and Meghan, uh, the royal family. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have Omasa go into that. But prior to... <laughs> Us discussing the um, the interview, uh, the newest uh, director of marketing at Netflix, um, and let me let me just get her correct title because I don't like the she's a global chief marketing officer at Netflix. Her name is Bazama St. John, and I think we re- we actually just spoke about her recently on our show. Our last episode, okay. yeah, we did. About her going to Netflix. If you're not following uh, Bosma, please do. She is badass Boz on Instagram. And she just a badass woman for real. Like she came through the entertainment world and she's killing it in the marketing game. So you all, we all talk about like strong back black lead, which is the Netflix black account where they promote like all their black shows or their black movies that they're highlighting. She was a part of that marketing. Um, So in response to the Megan and um, excuse me, the Megan and Harry interview with Oprah, Badass Boss had uh, uh, created a post, and this post basically went viral because of the information that was led from it. So I'm going to read it. It is long, but I, I felt like um, it just needs to be read. Right. So it says Can you put it on the screen too. Um, for you too. First, I guess I can. I'll put it on the screen. I want to. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I kind of want to see it too. Okay. All right. Let me put it on the screen. I can do that. Give me one second. So, so I, while you, you want to talk? Yeah. About yeah. Okay. So I didn't watch it on Sunday because I was outside. You know, being a thought. But I did catch it on Monday. It's not outside. It's not outside. It's been that outside all week. I'm ready for spring. You know, my admitting to being a thought for me. Like, listen, it's not outside. Listen, okay. So I watched it um on Monday. So basically, it was an interview by Oprah on CBS, and she basically wanted to, I guess get all the tea as to why um, Meghan and Prince Harry left Buckingham Palace. And when I tell you the tea runneth over, it was it was spilling everywhere. So if you haven't, um, well, I feel like by now everyone should have seen clips of like the major key points on social media or fr- freaking on um, these um, news sites. So one of the, you haven't? No, you haven't even seen the memes. It's been I've trending. Seen, I've seen the memes, but I've never, I haven't seen any clips. I didn't watch it. I'm sorry, guys. This week was like a week. Oh, so you're me, me this week. You're me this week. Correct. I have a lot going on, so I, I, I apologize, but I, I have it. <laughs> so one of them was um, Megan stated that she was pregnant with her son Archie, and you know when the 
firm, as they call it, when the they firm the found out, the institution, the firm, when they found out, they were like, okay, well, he's not going to have any titles. And what color is he going to be? Like, is he yeah. going to be black? Like so his wait, skin color. No, wait, it's three things, right? So it's no title. No, no title. Security. No security. It's yeah. what, how dark is he going to come out? How dark is his skin color? Those are three specific topics that got Megan heated. Like... That's insane. I can't, I can't. I can't believe that. Like, that's really like in a royal family at that. You know, why and, can't you believe that? I, no, I can't. I can't believe it in the in in a sense of you know that they're always you know they're always being spoken about. Like there, there's so much poverty around the world. They won't talk about that, but they'll talk always about the royal family. And from what I've heard in regards to media, like it's gonna get to media. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's gonna get to that point where these conversations are gonna come out. So in in regards to the place, you know, the placement that they hold and they're so praised, it's just like wow, like that's actually really extremely racist. Like, to you even ask like, they think that she wasn't going to say anything like you this got back to me like it, they didn't say it to her so they so they said it to harry and harry, harry told her he should but i'm like, did they think that she was just going to let this fly by like i don't but even harry said that he said the royal family is like they praise the media like he they literally that. praise what the media says about them so you know, they try to hide the bad, but now, you know, now it's finally being leaked because, like yeah. I said, I think there must be a lot of things. Oh, well, they're being leaked. They stay saying this. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you know, I think that's, I think that's where Yanni was going with she can't believe it because you right. know that it's going to get to the media. So for you to actually say it, like, but you know what? What's going to happen? B, I don't think I don't think they thought it was going to get you know released to the media because this stuff probably been happening for years and they have so much royal power to hide this type of stuff. But now that it's coming from someone who's actually in the royal family who who wants to speak on it because you know it's his life, it's his son, it's his wife. You know right. he's going through and he's fed up. Now that it's being spoke upon, they're like, oh, you know, we're not giving you no security. You know, we basically are not part of the team no more. You're not in the team. You're not gang gang. Yeah, he, he, he said that you know his whole life he thought that this was normal and it, it took him to to be with megan and say hold up this is not how it's supposed to be like when she became when she came into the royal family and i'm not sure it was before the marriage or after they didn't specify that but they took her passport her driver's license and her phone oh no was she after, after the marriage after the marriage you don't mm-hmm. tell me that's not a prisoner that not that's definitely a prisoner Yes. Not, even, not even that, Don. Remember, they were like, "Is she still going to work? How is she still going to? Like, is she still going to like?" Still no, no, no. They said she has to work because we're oh, not paying her. They, yeah, they're not going to pay her on the payroll. Is she still going to be an actress? Wow. Is, she, is she still going to work? Because that's how but, she's going to be. But I bet if it was a white woman, it would have been completely different. Completely. None of those, you know why? None of those things would have happened. But you know what? Um, during that, during the interview, Oprah did like a comparison of news headlines between her and Kate, between Megan and Kate. How I think one of them was like eating avocado toast. Yeah, it was like, oh, look at Kate being trendy eating avocado toast, and it was like, oh, look at Megan 
stealing money from the impoverished um, countries in the world to have her avocado toast because she's so prissy or whatever. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? From the point of her grabbing her belly, right? So there's a picture of Kate grabbing her belly. And Kate is, if our listeners don't know, Kate Middleton is William, the older brother of Harry's wife. So Kate was cradling her pregnant belly and it was just like, oh, Kate, show, and this is the tabloids, headlines. Oh, Kate shows so much love when she uh, cradles her belly. But then there is another same tabloid and they have- I have picture. And they have Megan cradling her belly and they're like, oh, Megan just wants all the attention. Like everything- was negative and it was the same exact topic, it was the same exact pictures. It was they were doing exactly exact everything. Thing, but everything for Megan was negative. And Megan highlighted that because she said there are so many times where <clears throat> the royal family is controlled by what they call the institution or the firm. And I had to Google this because this this interview was like head on. So I was like, who is this institution that they're <laughs> right? Who is it? Who is it? So I actually Googled it and like the institution is over the queen. So they are basically the hierarchy and they tell they they're running the show. The queen, mm-hmm. is the person that's on. She's the face. The queen is a puppet. She's on display. She is, yeah, she's so, the puppet. <clears throat> Megan said that the, the institution or the firm would always go out into tabloids and dispute anything that they want to. They can they can go out and say, no, that's like Prince thing. Andrew. This is wrong. Let's talk about Prince Andrew. This is wrong. But they have never done that when something came out negative about um, Megan and Harry. They didn't protect her at all. They didn't protect her at all. It was to the point where she she literally openly said that she wanted she needed help. And they were so afraid to ask for help. Like that was crazy to me. Like she really needed assistance. Like she really had like mental breakdown. No, she went to them and they said, I don't know what they don't know what to do for you. And you that have to work through you it. You guys have so many resources. You're the royal family. You have so many resources to get this woman some type of assistance, some type of mental, like a therapist, something. You know, and, and it was just they didn't care. Um, Harry had mentioned, and I, I read this. I read this on the on some article, um, and basically, Harry said that racism is not in the family. Supposedly, after the interview, that's what he said and it's just like really but you (laughs) you're saying all of these things and all of these things are happening and it's out there Mm -hmm. it all comes down to the fact that it is racist Mm -hmm. there is racism going on Mm -hmm. it's just so blatantly there like it's so obvious and I, I truly feel like that's a horrible thing to go through. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't understand from a, from a royal family like it, it to me is still it's still like messing me up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have two things. Right. So the first one was um, I think I know what you're talking about, that Harry did come out after and say, that his grandmother and grandfather, which is the Prince of Wales, is the Prince of Wales? I think he is. And um, uh, his grandmother, the queen, they are not racist. He said that. But I'm just like, do y'all think that the queen didn't know any of this that was happening? Right. Come on now. Right. She, she, may, be, she may be the puppet, but she's very well aware of what's going on behind she the knows. scenes. She okay. knows. And she, and she old as hell. Y'all know how old people are? Come she on. Knows. She knows. 
it's just true though them to be so ignorant as they are because they are clearly ignorant Megan Markel is, is is yellow as shit Right, if you're that ignorant, how dark did you think the damn baby was gonna be? It was not. You I mean, unless it's skip generations. Why should that even be questioned? Um, because they are racist. <laughs> because they are racist. That is a new baby black as hell, though. Period. I hope that new baby is black as hell. I hope I her daughter looks just too. like her mother. I hope, yeah, her mother I hope so, too. too. I hope it skipped them generations where she got a little bit of darker G's in her family and that baby is nice, brown, and toasty. I just do. Like I want to go, in, go into the, the, the photo we're going to share, right? But one thing, too, that really irked my nerve with this interview, um, Megan said that she did no research going into this family. Now, that was naive. But that was going to be really, my question really so I didn't watch it. So, I didn't think that was naive. I did. Since you're saying she did no research, and I guess that would make sense because my question was going to be like, she's a willing participant at some point, right? So if you know, even if you don't have any research about this specific royal family, you have some working knowledge. We all do of how a royal family works at the end of the day. And you know it's not easy. And then you're a, a black woman going into it. It's like, did you not think it was going to be any issue? Like, you thought they were going to be like, we don't see color type it of It was naive of her to think that, honestly. And, I, and, and let me tell you something. I don't want my next comment or statement to come over as if I don't believe her. Because I, I truly believe everything mm-hmm. that came out of that woman's mouth during that interview. It, it came off very real, very organic. It didn't come out like, I need the money. She said she didn't get paid for this. Mm-hmm. But my thing with the whole her not doing research and her being naive in this situation is that I personally think that, <clears throat> excuse me, she came into the family because she is she is biracial. She came into the family and she just thought that, you know, hey, there is some some biracial people who grow up. They don't have insight into their black culture. You know what I'm saying? So let's be mm-hmm. honest about that. And I think that she came into it. It was just like, I'm Megan. I'm not this black woman that you see. I'm just Megan. Right. But they will they will quickly show you. You're t- black. How black uh-huh. you are when you're in the position. You black. They don't They'll humble you. They don't want you there, honey. So let's go into the, I'm going to share my screen. This is the post that Badass Boss uh, recently posted. And um, I'll read it from my phone for, because uh, I can't see it. Well, um, for our listeners. So it states what it takes to be a black woman. The grace, the tact. The deep well of measured words, the anger turned into civility, the poise, the defense, the facts presented softly but firmly, although not too harshly, lest anyone condemn your righteous indignation as mere ferality, the love, the maturity, the ability to agly, agility, excuse me, protect those who would watch you fall and not offer as much as a glance to see your well, your well-being. The forgiveness, the hope, the vision to see beyond the present and see the past reflected in deep pools that threaten to drown your future. The smile, the hidden pain, the pretense, the crown worn by others when it is rightfully your own. The future, the progeny, progeny, excuse me, have I pronounced that wrong? The story, the protection that wavers and dissipates, dissipates, 
excuse me, without warning or logic, but made to seem irrational and practical. The lack of belief without proof. The effort is enough to crush, yet somehow we still persist. You want a queen? You're looking at her. Powerful. That is very, very, very. I, I, I felt the words. Right. Because we, we gotta think about it like black people, we are, we are we are the culture, we are the royals, we are the original of this. So you're you're saying that she doesn't belong in this family, but the crown has always been hers, honey. It's always yeah. hers. So you can take something, but it's still there. She's she's still walking gracefully on this earth. They mm -hmm. came out still winning. So that, that that just took me out of out of it. I was gonna Tyler Perry though. I was gonna say that. Shout out to Tyler Perry, you know, for allowing him uh open up his home to uh Megan and Carrie, you know, for our security and a place to stay because you know, once they had to leave, it was like, where do you go? Like who's gonna protect you after that? Right. And exactly. shout out to Oprah. No, I mean shout out, Oprah did a really good job with this interview. She asked a lot of you know key questions. She really like broke it down and and made yeah. you know talk. I got I kind of felt like Megan didn't want to say certain things, but it's like when Oprah asked her, she's like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. You know, she just has to say certain stuff, and uh, it really opened up and showed us, you know, what it's like to be that outsider in the royal family. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I said I didn't think she was naive was because I looked at it like how the coming to America thing was with the girl, like. She didn't really do research on him. You know, she just kind of accepted him for who he was, a nice guy. And that's how she did with Harry. He's a nice guy. I guess when you're dating, you know, you're getting to know a person. I do too much investigation and you're looking at too many things and you're already having, you know, all these thoughts in your mind about them. It's like, you know, you don't want to dig too deep into it and it's not really what you think it is because people are going to lie. Like a lot of things that you look for are not, not necessarily true. So like she said, like when she met him and they started dating, you know, she was asking questions. He would tell her things and she would just believe it. So I don't really judge her for not doing too much research. She should have did a little, but I get why she didn't. You know, she was getting to know the guy. Dating dating when you're wealthy and, you know, like that, that it's a total different bracket. You, you know what I'm saying? They're celebrities. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it would be to date a celebrity. Should I do the research? Should I just get to know this person? Because you, if you can do the research, you'll see everything that's out there about the person that's in the media. So, okay. Yeah, of course. And some of that stuff is negative. And that's not always positive. And it's like, do I really want to mess with what's him? What's true and what's not true in the media, right? Right. So I kind of see why she didn't do too much research. Because it's like, she just want to get to know the guy who she's actually uh, dating. Not more so him, but his family. Like, it's mm. the Queen of England. <laughs> really? <laughs> they did say that they, they started to watch The Crown on Netflix. They watched a couple of episodes, which is about their yeah. lives. What is it about? Yeah. I start. I start. I did start it like a few months ago, but it was a. It's long, um. But I, it is. Is that Princess Diana? So the crown. Mm -hmm. The crown. And no, no, no. The crown actually starts off with the queen and how she's younger and when she starts to marry and how she came up because the queen wasn't supposed to be the queen. Okay. Um, okay. Go into the history of them. It's oh, she like, wasn't. No, her. So her father wasn't supposed to be king. It was his brother who was supposed to be king, but something happened with with that. Something happened with it with the brother, the older brother of her father. So her father became king, um, and then that's how she became queen. But he wasn't supposed to be king. How old is the queen? Is she not ready to go yet? She actually don't look as old as I thought she was. I thought she's supposed to look older. Than she's really not. She don't look that old. Hey, Ty. Hey, Ty. Ain't you Ty? 
look tired, bro. I thought she's gonna look tired. She don't look tired. <laughs> Listen, they probably got this father looks, father looks yeah. horrible. They do have the best of the best. Come on now. But their family, their family has a lot of um incest, right? Aren't a lot of them like inbred? I don't know. Okay. I don't know about that. It could be. I, I was looking at some things on um Keeping social in the media, family. and they, and they said that their family has a lot of incest. So I guess they, it's it's believable for families like that to okay. keep it in the family. That's how a lot of cultures were. You know, five hundred thousand BC, <laughs> they were marrying their brothers and cousins and shit. So nasty. They got they got some motherfucking yeah. nerves, but I do know. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little weird. Nasty. But classy. Working bag me. That was pretty interesting. You know, more more Megan and Harry stuff will come out. So um just keep just keep tuning in. Yeah. Tuning in. So we ready for um hey queen? We got a hey queens question. We have a hey queens question today, guys. So hey queens. Hey, would you you know, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> would you build a house slash home with someone you've been dating for three years or more? Mm. I'm not answering this question. Why? <laughs> Is it really dating if you're like, I, I, in my opinion, dating three for three years you're not in a relationship yet three years and you still don't know if you really want to be with this person or not three years and we're still dating i mean listen some people don't even believe in some people don't even believe in um relationships they believe in dating and then marriage i don't honestly don't believe in that but some people do well, so, technically, it is all relationships, just different titles. But if you don't believe in the title, it's like, well, what are we doing here? Where's the respect level? Like, <laughs> it's a levels of respect when you're dating, when you're in a relationship, isn't it? It's two different. When you're dating, you can do whatever you want. Like, when you're in a relationship, it's just so open to interpretate. Every situation is different, I guess. That's like, right. And so, no, but I would have to agree with Tip's definition. If you're dating, you you you're free to date whomever you choose. Whatever. Once you're in a relationship, and we say, you know, you my man, I'm your woman. That's it. I'm not out here seeing other people. But not dating is, is that's still dating exclusively. Dating, yes, you know. dating exclusively. But when she's saying dating. If I'm just dating, I'm seeing multiple people to see who I want to date exclusively. And right. then I've entered into a relationship with that person. Right. We had relations before, probably, but now I'm in a whole relationship with the person. I feel like the relationship... Don't like titles. <laughs> people don't like titles. You say you don't like titles or people don't like titles? I don't. This should be confusing. But, Go ahead, confusing. <laughs> What's wait? What's, what's puzzling you about a title? Yeah, I'm curious to know. <sighs> Can we answer the hate queens? <laughs> I must say, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to answer the question because I didn't. interpretation is 
key. And I didn't interpret this question the way y'all interpret it. So right. it was like building a house from the ground up. Honestly, she thought, she thought it was building a house from the ground up. I thought it was actually like building a home together. Like, like it could be an apartment. It can be a house. It can be whatever. Y'all going to buy a house. Y'all going to build a house from the ground up. I thought it was like a foundation. Like we're going to build right. together and, and we're, we're, and we're not official. Like, why am I, why am I trying to get basically um, you had, what you say? The whole cow at home, like, why do you need to you know why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? There we go. I think it's funny I'm that funny. you and I interpreted the same way, Dami, and Tiff and Mass interpreted the same way as in building. No, 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 no. I didn't. I'm going to interpret it with Dom's way because it will make more sense. No, I'm talking about we talked about it. Me and Dom were on the same page, and you and Mass was like building the house from the ground up. That was the original way you interpreted oh, it. Oh, yeah. That makes that make because I feel like people live together dating after like six months three years whatever like mm-hmm. i'm thinking okay we're going to take a huge step we're going to combine our finances and build this motherfucking house together right we can't be dating at that point you can't I'm be dating talking. at that point exactly exactly yeah either but way it's the same thing as saying a huge you're taking a huge step and you're building a foundation with somebody as well it's yeah. the same thing that's either a huge way, step yeah like either way dating or any relationship it is a huge step to even combine households because, yeah. you know, then there's serious conversations that have to happen. And, you know, sometimes it's like we don't want to have these financial talks, but they're very important. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you coming with? What am I coming with? Because at the end of the day, our, our the, the house that we are living in is over both of our heads. So we are both responsible for it. And it's it's a it's a true and honest conversation. You got it hard to have you know what i'm saying talking money in any in any situation is hard to have unless you're too mature adult and you can actually thrive from the conversation right so if i'm going to answer the question about like the way dom and bianca were um putting in 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 that category of dating someone and not actually building a home from ground up if we've been dating for three years which is fine some people date for three years because they don't feel like you know at this particular time the person that you are I don't want to be with, but I see what you're trying to become. And when you get there, then we'll become, you know, official. So after the three years, and I feel like, okay, we've been dating. I see where, you, where you're at and where I'm at. And we've been on the same page. We had multiple conversations, you know, building a home, which means consolidating and moving in together. Then, yes, I would do that. Because after three years, you have more than enough time to figure out, I'm the girl for you. Get your shit together. And I had more than enough time to realize if um you're the guy for me. And I had to get my shit together, and now we can consolidate. So yeah, it, I, I would do it. I can see that. Maybe so maybe, that's maybe that's the next step. Sorry to cut you off. Maybe that's the next step for you in that relationship is say, okay, now we're in a relationship because we've dated for these three years. We're. Yes. I see. I really like you a lot. You like me. I don't want nobody else. Understood. Yeah. So while you are seeing other people, you mean? While while dating, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, while we're dating, we can, we can do what, talk to whoever we want to talk to because oh, I feel yeah. like the dating process is for you to figure out if you really, like, who you really want to be with. So yes, once sir. I'm dating multiple people and I finally see, like, okay, well, everybody else not really, you know, clicking, like, how mean you are and like, okay, let's start doing something else. Let's start moving towards something else. So the next step would be moving in together, which is building a house or home. And then we can do, we'll obviously be in a relationship now because we live together. Absolutely. So why would it be a no for you, Yanni? Because you were just like, nah. <laughs> um, the whole, you know, um, dating for, like, 
for me is what Tiff just said. We've been dating for three years and we both agree now that like we need to take that step, then okay. But I also don't feel like, because the way I look at it, I always, maybe because I'm extra, but, and I'm, you know, I, I'm a really deep thinker. I feel like you will miss out on the blessing if you just keep waiting around to see because at some point when you're dating and you're dating different people you might have this attraction to this one person but while this one person is going around and dating other people now hey you know now they're not it anymore now they found somebody else and now you're stuck seeing waiting on that person right so i i feel like it's this shit sucks. <laughs> just, right, like I, like, I feel like you would really miss out on a blessing. And when that person comes through, you'll know for sure. But I truly don't feel that it takes three years to make a decision, especially, you know, nowadays, uh, to make a decision three years to be like, um, that's a long time to be dating, though. Yeah. And, and you know what? I do know someone that did date for three years, this one person, but you know, she dated, they both dated other people. And it just so happens that what Tiff just said, it happened with them. Like they, they literally are married now with two kids. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I guess. How old were they when he started dating Yanni? They 20s. That's what I was going to say. I feel like it depends on the age as it's, well. It's a damn sure does. Correct. So yeah, yeah, so I feel like at this age, I'm not. You might not want to date for three years at this age. Yeah. When you really want to date for three years at this age, you should be Correct. right. So that's what I'm saying. It also, it also depends on how old you are. Like in your your early 20s, you like, shit, three years in, uh, I'm out here still having fun. But okay, <laughs> honey. Okay. Not the same, Bianca. You know? <laughs> I but I think at the age that we all are now, it's like three years. Bye. Bye. I like after a year, if you don't know you can't be with this person, then maybe you should just cut it loose. Cause it's like Man, what you start seeing yeah. signs before the before the year. You start seeing them signs. You do. You definitely do. I know. It's there. I have someone that I know that um a very similar situation. It hasn't been three years, but it, it could be like one and a half, two years going on. They were they've been dating and um still currently dating. Uh she recently went out on a date, really liked this guy, and she was ready to cut off the guy that she was dating for these long, this long time because of this new guy that she that she liked a lot. Yeah. And he stole her heart, and this old guy that she'd been dating, like the, not old, old, but you know what I'm saying, like the I know what you mean, old work, old work, the other guy, he. Now is professing his love for her. That's what they do. It's too late, bro. Listen, listen. It's too late. Sent her sister a ring that he said that he was preparing for her. Goodbye. And talk about he's going to buy her. This is what he told the sister that he's going to buy her a house. And I'm like, but y'all been dating 
y'all been dating ex- like not even exclusive y'all been dating each other and other people for these one and a half two years but now that she's found someone you want to come here boohoo crying to her sister and now it's just like what and that's what really pisses me off that's um, selfish that's Wait, selfish it is and I like, told her that. more controlling you should have you should have you had the time you had the moment it was there the opportunity was there now that you see that I found somebody and I've moved on from you, now you want to offer all these things that you could have offered in the first place. Right. Uh, but every so time did she, she would did ask she him, take it? Every, no. So every time she would ask him, you know, where we are, like what what's going I on? I love that she didn't. It was just like, oh, I'm it's not the time for me. Or is it but his thing was, and then you know, she came back and said, but he's saying, you know, I showed you these things, my actions, my actions. Nigga, uh, action, I don't give a fuck about your actions because if you're telling me, oh, you wanna you wanna be in this relationship, but you don't wanna be, you don't wanna put my title on it, that's a problem for me, and I'm not gonna waste Ooh. my time. So okay. yeah, put a name on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go out here and I'm going to date other people. And if I fall in love with someone as me dating, you're lost, buddy, because I've been asking you. Simple. Absolutely. So, yep. But men are really out here like that. And women too. They are. Really they really are. It's a lot of men that are, they really have that mentality of like a relationship title. It just changes the whole dynamic of yeah. what y'all doing. It's like, why does that? Yeah, they want you to around for them. Why does that bother you so much? Like, it's why a dating it? game and period? It's just it's the, it's the controlling thing. I'm telling you, they want to have these restrictions on you, but not really on what we doing. And it's like I what? feel like nowadays is is every there's always all these there's now all these rules and I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand it, and it, it, it's like you know, I I I was there, and that's why that's why I'm I'm saying it because I remember going by these rules where it was just like, girl, you don't want to show him too attention, too much attention. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. You'll react this way if the guy like you. Know, you. He yeah. does this. You sound like this. the movie. Um come on. Oh Jesus, the, the, it's on the tip of my, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um he's just not that, not into, that you. into you. Right. Yes. Well, like, I and remember when we had one phone I, and you answered that one phone and it just it had a message if you did yes. and now yes. it's like it's all these different ways to get rejected basically yes and it's just I, I I really want to to put it out there like don't go by the rules go by how you feel and right. that you get back one minute like, go well, exactly. Don't just be like, you know, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to be, I'm going to act this way. No, just, you know, go with the flow. Right. Yeah. Me yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, was a, that was a great question. It was a loaded question. We, we all so many that thing and put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> we, did. we definitely did that. Yes. Damn sure did. <laughs> wow. So y'all ready to get into our main segment? Right. Yes. Been hearing her. Let's introduce her. The love guru. Bitch <laughs> hey. ain't got shit on you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, Tip. I'm trying. So we're going to get into our main segment right now with Love Conflicts Yanni. Um, she's going to introduce herself. She'll tell you guys a little bit about herself. So Yanni, we always start off our guests with like, um, 
uh, one major loaded question. I'll break it down for you. So tell our viewers, um, if you don't mind, how old you are. I'm 31. Your sign. An Aquarius. Relationship status. I am in a relationship. Okay. Kids or no kids? No kids. And do you want to go into like your career of choice right now? Like what are you doing? Like your day job, your night job? <laughs> so um, right now. Night job. I, <laughs> right. Um, so, so right now. <laughs> so right now I do work for Google through a third party, um, which is Compass Group uh, Restaurant Associates. I've been in the food and beverage business for now going into eight years. And um, I've been with uh, with Compass Group Restaurant Associates. Next year, I'll have three years with them. Um, I do events specifically for, um, for Google. And um, I've become now a sales coordinator. Oh. So, um, but I still do events as well. Um, so with sales and also there's, there's so much that goes into, into it. Uh, but that's what I, that's what I'm doing at this very moment. Um, and then, you know, love conflicts, which is my baby yeah. that I love so, so much. <laughs> We're going to love conflicts too in a minute, but last question. Um, where'd you grow up? Like where you're from your area? I am from the BX. I'm from the Bronx, <laughs> hood, girl. I'm from the Bronx. Uh, Bronx. Yes, I was born and raised in New York, the Bronx. Uh, that's where I'm from. Cool, love it, love it, love it. So, how did you become this whole love guru? Like, when did love conflicts begin? Like, take us back to the beginning. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um. So she's like glowing just thinking about it. <laughs> so, um, I am a huge love baby. Like I was born on Valentine's Day, so I don't know if that has something to do with it. <laughs> but um, I have a huge heart and I grew up, you know, watching Cinderella, Pocahontas, Beauty and the Beast, um, you know, Mulan. Yeah, you name it. Like I, I grew up watching, you know, on Disney. Like Disney was my favorite. Any Disney movie that came out that had anything to do with a princess and a king or a queen, like I don't know what it was, but my dad would always get the DVDs or the tapes. And um, you know, I remember, I remember telling my dad, like, you know what, Dad? Like, I want to be a princess one day. And he told me, he was like, um, well, that can happen. That definitely can happen. But in this world, <laughs> in, this, in this world, um, you know, you will find your prince, but it's not like right away. It's not how you see it in these cartoons. And he explained that to me at such a young age that I didn't understand exactly what he was saying. He just told me, just know that I'm your prince and I'm your king. I'm every and anything that you, you know, that that you want. And I was like, okay, dad, and that's girl. <laughs> and this is why, you know, I'm I'm huge on love. I've always, I've always felt like 
deep down inside, I always, I've always known that there is such thing as not the cartoon love, but that love that feels almost like it. Like that real true love of just, you know, you're looking for it and it just happens. It just comes out of nowhere and knocks you off your feet. And now you are a princess. Here's your crown. You got your prince. You know, you're you're good to go. Um, of course, as I got older, I realized that that wasn't it. And I learned the hard way because I, you know, when I was a teenager, I did have this like boy crazy urge where I'm just like, I want to kiss a boy. Like I want to, you know, experience like what it is to like tongue kiss and Oh God, like I hope my parents don't listen ah, to it. But I do. <laughs> Pussy throbbing. <laughs> I was just like, <gasps> so um what happened was I became very shy. Like I I just I was just very shy. But then once I got to high school and I started seeing like, you know, all these other girls and how they were very like comfortable in their own skin and their beauty. And I was just not there yet. Like I was um, I was very skinny. I'm talking about like skinny. You could see my bones. Um, (laughs) uh, I I was a tomboy. I'm still a tomboy. Yes, I am. Um, And. You know, it, it, it's hard when you grow up that way and then you want to kind of break out of it. So for me, I'm like, damn, I see these girls, you know, they're like wearing makeup, they're, they're dressing a certain way and like boys are not looking at me. So I started changing and I think around my sophomore year is when I started opening up and really getting to know myself. Like, I I was just like, okay, like, this is, okay, this is me. Like, you know, this is my style. This is what I like. This is what I don't, I don't like. And I started getting attention from boys. So, um, and it just so happens that it was my personality. It wasn't really, you know, how I looked. I mean, I'm sure it was how I looked, but majority of the boys would always tell me like, yo, you're so easy to talk to. Like, you're so fun. Like, but real, like I, I feel like I can't, you know, talk to the other girls because they're always paying attention to how they look and they don't really listen to me. So when I started getting that type of attention, I'm like, oh, OK, so I don't have to really go all out. Cool. But then I realized that boys also started taking advantage, like advantage of my kindness, advantage of, you know, me being me being me being. Can y'all see me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, Taking advantage of like my kindness and who I, you know, who I am. And I just started getting my heart broken. I, you know, it it was, it was hard. Um, And then I met uh, when I graduated high school a year after I met at this time who I thought was going to be like my husband, father of my child, like the person I thought I was literally going to marry. 
Um, and it was uh, rough because I lasted 10 years with this, um, with this man, with this guy. And I just, we you know, we just went through so much at a young age that I feel like we kind of raised each other in a sense. Like, you know, I, I was there for him and he was there for me. But as we started growing, um, first of all, the, the relationship started off messed up because <laughs> I had no idea that he even had a girlfriend. And I found this out when my space was popping. Um, he was actually. He wasn't his top five. He was not his top five. Nine. He was not. I was not. Top five. Top eight. <laughs> not you either, bro. I wasn't top three. If you wasn't in the you top were on the first row, then it's a, it's a dub. Right. You I was three, you wasn't in the other day. And um, yeah, like he, he was a model at the time. So there was a lot of traveling. Uh, he had to go to Paris, Milan. Um, he's, he was actually the very first um, Black teenager at that time to be on the GQ cover magazine with a bunch of white boys. The only one, yes. And he actually, um, he he's he actually made history with that. And of course, you know, I was gassed. I was like, "Come on in, it's it!" Like that's what I'm talking about. And um, I was very proud of it. And I was very supportive. And um, one day, I decided to go on my space, and I had posted. I had I had wrote in in his MySpace, uh, I miss you. I can't wait till you come back from Paris. And I put a teddy bear with you know a globe like holding it with a heart. And some girl immediately after comments like right below my comment and goes, "Oh, so this is what we doing now? I thought you was my man, something like that." And I saw that and I was like. Oh, so just got good. <laughs> right. So I was really confused. I was extremely confused. So I'm like, you know, he would call me at my he would call me from Paris, but at my to my mother's cell phone. Um, because at the time my mom was like, I'm I'm not getting you no cell phone, like not right now. So um I remember he called and I'm like, who is this girl that commented? He's like, yo, we'll talk about it when I get back. Like, we're not doing wow. this. Wow. And I was like, uh, no, I need to know right now. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you, you, you're bugging out. You're going to tell me right now. And he was like, nah, like, this is what I've been talking about. It's too much drama, this, that, and the third. So I'm like, you know what? It's cool. We'll have the conversation. So he actually admitted to me that he was in a relationship with this girl, but because she was, I believe she was two years younger than us or some, a year younger than us, something like that. Yeah. She was a year younger than us. And, um, her mom just didn't let her do certain things. And she lived a little further than where we was living at. So that's why, <laughs> this is why he decided to get into a relationship with somebody that was in New York instead of, you know, upstate. So basically he wasn't even taking her that serious, supposedly. 
So I decided to forgive him. So I was that naive because young and yeah, dumb. Young and dumb. So it happens to the best of us. Yeah. It does. We've all I, yeah. I was very naive. And, you know, I just really liked him. He was the first boyfriend I ever had that took me out on dates. Like, took me to really nice restaurants. Like, it was always the best of the best. And I had never experienced that before. Except, of course, like, if I... Was it at that point you was like, okay, we got a conflict. I'm going to make a show called Love Conflicts. No. I'm (laughs) going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Um, But definitely, that's what kind of, like, what I I just like that feeling of being, you know, treated... And, you know, it was different for me. So I gave him a chance. But throughout the relationship, it was always something. It was always some some type of like cheating or, you know, uh, it was just it was just drama. There was always something. And it just got to a point where um, I was just like, wow, there's just so much conflict in my love life, like. I don't understand it. Like, why does it have to be this difficult? Like this, I just don't feel like love is supposed to feel like this. And people keep telling me, oh, it's work. It's work. It's work. And I'm just like, okay, I understand it's work, but I also shouldn't feel so unhappy. He shouldn't feel the way he feels either. Like, you know, like I I feel, you know, at some point we just weren't happy with each other and we grew we grew out of love and Mm. it was just, I had, I, I really sat down and I started to think about the conflicts and I created love conflicts while I was in this relationship with him. Oh, wow. I started talking, I started on YouTube. So yeah, so I started on YouTube and, um, I started making videos just like I do on the lives now where I talk about a certain topic or a certain situation. And that's what I was doing. I record it on my laptop and I'll upload it. And it is literally just me talking about that specific topic in regards to love and conflicts and love. One of my first videos was, um, was uh, one of my first videos was social media and relationships because that was an issue in my relationship. Mm-hmm. So every every video that I was creating was also based off of issues in my relationship, oh. my past experiences, and I also started making like comedy skits out of it. Um, oh, really? Is it still on YouTube now? It is. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. Is it connected to your your same channel, the comedy skits? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, I got to check those out. I'm about to say, are the skits like how Dave Chappelle show were type of thing? Like, not really, not really. But um, what I what I would do is I'd make comedy skits out of love conflicts topics that were realistic. Hmm. So it was... You know, for example, uh, another one that I did was like when you go out to the club and like a guy tries to talk to you, I did a comedy skit on that and I pretended <laughs> oh. two different. Oh, you two was ahead of your time, is what you're saying. That's good, exactly right? what That's you're saying. Doing now, you was ahead of your time. <laughs> yes, I was very ahead of my time. And then um, I got very distracted. Life happened. There was a lot going on in my relationship. 
that, you know, I was always the one trying to fix it, trying to see what exactly it was that was going wrong. I always thought that it was me that was doing something wrong. Like, what is it? Like, why don't you find me attractive? Like, why do you, you know, like, I, I'm being such a great woman to you, but you're not appreciating that. Like, what is it that I'm doing wrong? Like, I'm loving you. I'm, I'm caring for you. Why are you doing this to me? And it's because you were asking yourself those questions. That's what you were doing wrong. You know yep. you're a great woman. You know right. what you bring to the table. When you know those things, you don't got to ask yourself that. That's his fucking bullshit. Right. And that's the thing I didn't understand. That's why he go on. That's why he go on. Correct. Right. Yes. And um, after, after that, you know, we just decided that it was best for us to go our separate ways. Um, and I just kind of fell off a of love conflicts for a couple of years. How did and then you reemerge? Oh. Yeah, she reemerged. But how difficult was that to leave that 10 year relationship? Even though you were young, you know, 10 years is 10 years and 10 years is something you can't get back. So like, how did you, um, I guess, grow from that and know that, um, you were ready to like start dating again and all of that. Um, it was extremely hard for me. Um, I never was like, we, we had broken up and got back together. It's, it, it did happen. Excuse me. Um, it did happen a couple of times where we did break up and then we made up. And this time around, I just knew that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I don't know if he felt the same, like, or if he thought like, oh, we're just like, this is just, you know, what we go through and then we come back. But for me, I knew it was over and it was devastating. I, I cried for almost a, a year. Um, it was, yeah. it was really hard for me because this was someone that Again, I thought I was going to marry. I thought this was going to be the father of my child. I thought, you know, this is it. This is the one for me. Um, and when you, when it finally like smacks you in the face, like literally that's how it feels like, back, right in the face. Listen, this is not for y'all and it is what it is. Like, I know y'all probably love each other, but... Y'all need to go separate ways. Obviously, this is not for y'all at the moment. And um, to start dating again, I was a savage. I was very mean. I was okay, very. Mean. I was very mean uh, to, to 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 guys that would really try to talk to me, and I just did not want to. You know, I I just didn't. And I remember a guy told me specifically, and this is why I was like, okay, I need to learn how to heal. I have some healing to do. And mm -hmm. I need to like start doing affirmations because, you know, this is really affecting me as a person that I really am not. And that's something that happened in the relationship too. I lost myself. I wasn't this person that you're seeing right now, like it, it, it this is me. Like this is okay. the this is this is who I am right here in the flesh. What y'all seeing? This is me. But if you would have met me 
a couple of years ago when I was in my relationship, you'd probably be like, uh, where did that Siani go? And my friends would always tell me that. Like, they'll be like, Siani, like, feel like you're losing yourself in this relationship. Like, your spirit is is just, like, gone in a sense. Like, that light, like, is just dark. And, and it's dim. And that's not the person that you are, bro. Like, you need to, you need to come back. We like we miss you. Like we really miss you. And my family started started saying those things. And when I heard my father say that to me, that's what broke my heart. And that's one of the reasons why I decided I needed to leave that relationship. Because um, my dad means the world to me. I'm a daddy's girl. Um, <laughs> to the death of me. Um, and hearing it from him and going back to what <laughs> and going back to what he told me about the princess and prince and how he's everything it, it just it took me back there and I was like okay I need to go so um this guy told me he was like he was like you know I really don't know what happened to you I I don't want to ask but I want you to know that I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here to, you know, to like take advantage of your kindness or take advantage of you. Like, that's not what it is. And the response you're giving, giving to me right now, I don't appreciate it. And he was like, you need to do until you heal from whatever has happened to you in the past. You are not going to be the person that I know you truly are Mm -hmm. because I can't see her right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling her right now. Mm -hmm. This is not you. You have a whole wall up and you really need to look into that. Mm -hmm. And when he told me that, I got so upset. Like I got real heated. Like my blood was boiling for another man to tell me that about myself about me as a woman, like, excuse me? Like, who are you talking to? Like, I really wanted to tell him that, but- Go ahead, BX. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I was real, I was gonna snap back, then I realized it's true. This, this guy just told me the truth to my face and he don't even know me. And for somebody to actually see that, how am I ever going to, you know, find love again? How am I ever going to, you know, how am I ever going to find or recognize or realize this person is right in front of me? I could miss out on my blessing for being so, you know, so mean that because I'm hurt. That guard that got to Right. And uh, I remember my cousin was like, yo, uh, you need to go on some dating apps. Like, you need to have some fun. Um, you need to, you know, let loose. But also while you're healing, just let me know when you're ready. Like, so I was like, okay, no problem. So it did take a year for me to, <laughs> it did take me a year for me to, um, you know, I started doing things on my own. I would go, like, I would go shopping. I would take myself out to dinner, just me, you know, I, um, it was basically getting to know. Right. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yes. You were dating you. You were dating yes. you. Yes. 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 You you had to heal from that. And you can't jump back into dating Mm -hmm. after 10 years and then know that um, it's going to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Take your time. I think that's a, 
that's huge for me to, and I'm, you know, you're 31, you're younger than I am, but for a, a lot of people that are young, are, are young, I can tell that you are very mature for your age because they jump right back into a, the same Not even young, I mean, a lot of people in general, no, because they be grown fucking 50 years old out here. But like the fact that she knew I have to heal before going into another yeah. relationship is everyone. She ain't that much younger than you, Dami. So I'm trying to sit up there. Like you right? I'm like, she said I'm young, you're much younger. I said, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> I didn't say much younger. I said she's correction. <laughs> was this guy your first your first um, partner? I do know a lot of a, I do know a lot of um people your age that are not as mature as you are mm-hmm. like I so you know you can tell that you have a great uh, uh, you know good head on your shoulders because of that because you were able to say okay I need this year to heal I need to rediscover who I am because people don't they try to rediscover themselves in a new relationship no, you, you sure can you take that shit with you to the new relationship and just think like, oh, I'm so in love and this and that, but rediscover yourself. Right. And I think that's so important because when you are in a relationship for however long you're in a relationship, especially, you know, I feel like five plus, I would say, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and you're going through all of these conflicts, you, um, you lose yourself because you keep putting this person first and you come second. And that's what happened to me where I was always putting this person first. It was always because I loved him so much. You get what I'm saying? Like, I just, this is the person that I thought, again, this is it. So I always put him first. Then when everything happened, of course, I had my, my, my moments where I was like, why did I, you know, you said, you start going back, like, you're so dumb. Like, why this, that, and this, (laughs) And like you ladies said, I started dating myself. I started going shopping and, you know, dinners by myself. I'll go watch a movie by myself. You know, I took one day and um, I like I asked my brother for his car um, and I was like, bro, can I use your car? I just want to like drive on the highway because when I was a teenager, that's what I used to do. Like I, I used to go to races. That was my thing. I love, love, loved watching races. And yeah. And, um, uh, I would be a part of them sometimes and you know, (laughs) a drag race. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like I would do with my, with my best friend Caesar, um, at the time, uh, we still, we still in contact, but it was always, it was, I, I was always the girl in the group that, just love doing like, you know, racing. And I, I was always into sports cars. And it was because I grew up with my brother and my brother and his best friend, that's what they were into. And I would be in the car with them. And I'd be like, yo, this is lit. Like, and I just, you know, I love the feeling. So um, it was, you know, it was it, like, I, I, got, I got in the car and I drove and it just felt, I felt so free. Like, I just felt like just something came over me and I just, like, I had to pull over because I broke down. Like, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I broke down so hard that I literally, like, I held myself. Like, literally, like, held myself. 
And I felt like that was the last time that, like that was the last of it that I had to let go. And um, I remember I just felt so light. I felt brand new. I'm like, okay, Siani, like we back, you know, I said, I I don't know what it was that I said, but I, I was cracking up. Like, you know, I was just, I was just in a moment. And um, after that, that's when my, you know, I told my cousin, I was like, yo, what's, what's these apps you talking about? Um, and one of them was Hinge. Uh, I was on OKC. Uh, Wait, yeah. what? OKC, OKCupid. Okay, oh, oh, I'm like, is that the basketball team? No, it's a dating app. Like we call I call it OKC. It's, it's short for OKCupid. So, okay. I did, so I did OKCupid and I did Hinge. Now I was introduced to Hinge um, a little later because my cousin was like, you know, go on OKC. Don't do Tinder because I know you're not trying to get it in right now. Like, this is what Tinder is for. Maybe. Obama said the same thing about Tinder. Tinder is for the hookups. They said Tinder is literally known for. Like, you want to hook up. It's Tinder. Tinder. You know I watch a lot of TV, Tiff. I'll be seeing it on TV shows. (laughs) A man told me this and I was like, for real? Yeah, that's what my cousin told me. So I was like, yeah, I don't want that. Not right now. And you know what? I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, if my cousin is telling me this, I know this because she's because she's single, you know, Um, and she's she's two years younger than me. So um, so I was like, okay, cool. No problem. So she introduced me to OKC. I had, you know, I had uh, a couple of dates on OKC. Some of them were weird. Um, and that's what made me go to Hinge. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, yeah, like there was only one successful date um, on OKC and we did date for probably like two, three months. Oh, wow. And it, oh. it was just, it was just dating though. Like we had, um, and this is where I learned, like it's very good to set your intention and really talk about what exactly are you looking for at this very moment? Like, are you looking for fun? Are you looking to be in a relationship? Are you looking like, what is it that you're looking for? Why are you on a dating app? Yeah. So we actually, um, we're on the same page and, uh, yeah, it was, it was for like three months we dated. Um, there was no hard feelings when we was like, you know, going separate ways. Um, why, why did you guys go separate ways? So you, if you don't mind me asking, shit, right? Because I want to know. Because I want to know. <laughs> so I was just in a place where he was born. Huh? He was born. No, don't. No, listen, listen, listen. It, it, it wasn't that he was boring. I just felt like I wanted more. Think about it. Just say the truth. Don't be. Hey, no, just say it. No, I wanted more. I wanted more than what he was. Offering. Oh, okay. Yeah, like what he was offering you was. Was his little? I asked that. Was that a question? <laughs> you said what? Was it was his dick little? No, it was not. Oh, <laughs> oh no, answer. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh no. Oh, you answered the question, sis. No, it was not. <laughs> no, it was not. No, it, it, that that I don't. I, the problem was he wasn't where I was in my life career wise. Uh, you know, that's just not that's not where um, we were at the time. He still had some growth to do. I was already growing. 
Right. So we, we spoke about it and it was true and we agreed. But then I got into Hinge and Hinge was a hit. Hinge was a hit. How was it a hit? Is that what you met your new lover? I had to find black brothers on Hinge. <laughs> That's what I hear. The fine black brothers are on Hinge. That's what I hear. Oh. Yes. Yes. So I... um. <laughs> They are. <laughs> I guess. So um, Hinge was definitely a hit. I um, I had a great time with Hinge. And uh, then I met the love of my life now. Wow. wow. I met him. The love of love my life. So, Yanni, I know you talked a lot about, you know, finding your prince. But you kind of ran into a joker, like <laughs> not a joker, bitch. <laughs> I can't. Not is it the joker? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh my god! <laughs> Why would you say that? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm I'm a very good brother, Taylor Cooper. We, I'm just joking, y'all. Good brother. I will say that this was very unexpected. I did not, ex- we both didn't expect this, expect this to happen. He actually popped up the day that I was deleting the app. So wow. the- I, took, I took six months where I just, I just didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to date anyone. I was just really focused on my career and like it was, that's what I did. And I just felt really good. I didn't want to deal with no men. I did I just didn't. So um do you do this during the pandemic or was this before COVID? This is way before COVID. Okay. Yeah, this was way before COVID. Um, so yeah, for for so for those six months, I did not um I didn't date. I just focused solely on myself and what I wanted to do in my life and you know. I had broke down goals and those were the goals that, you know, I wanted to achieve before the end of the year. So I did that. And then I told my cousin, cause my hinge would, it would, it would go off, but I just wasn't paying attention to it. So I removed it from my notifications. Like I just left it there. And I told my cousin, I was like, you know what, cause I think I'm going to just like delete the hinge. Like I'm going to delete the app. Um, did you, and have, was, you already delete the other app, Hinge, the last one that you were um, using at that time? Yes. So OKC, I had I got rid of OKC, um, and then uh, OKCupid, and then Hinge. Um, I just I just left it there for a while. So um, I remember <laughs> I remember I was in the kitchen with my cousin. And we're sitting down on the stools and um, she, you know, she turns to me and she's like, cause you sure you want to like do this? I'm like, girl, I'm tired of this. Like, I like, listen, if it's, if it's, if it comes, it comes. Like, I'm not, I'm not looking for this. Like, I just don't want to even think about it. So Mm -hmm. she was like, all right, bitch, like this is, you know, here's what you want to do. Go ahead. So I was like, okay. So I get my phone. I open the app and I see his comment and he left. He, he didn't do what other guys 
had done on the app, which is comment on my pictures. Oh. Or send me a direct DM. Talking well, about, about or something or a question you answered? Yeah, so it was so it was one of my pet peeves. So I listed all my pet peeves. So, you know, let's just say that the love of my life was on the app. You know, I, that's the way I was thinking. I was like, yo, what if the one sees this? He knows, like, these are all my pet peeves. Like, I'm not playing, bro. Like, this is this is what it is. And he's oh, okay with it, you know? So I kept it real blunt on the app. So um, one of my pet peeves was butter teeth. Like, butter teeth. Like the yellow stuff on it? Just yellow teeth in general. Like, I I just, I can't do butter teeth. Like, that's just not, we ain't doing that on this side. Like, I'm real thing about my teeth and my hygiene. So it was just like, you know, no stinky feet, like, no stinky armpits. Like, your genitals need to be on point. Like... I was, you know, I was just real straight to the point. And now, he, on point, what do you mean by on point? Like, what what do they have to look like? Like, waxed? No hair? No, no, hair, no. Hair, I, like, I, didn't, I didn't care about that part. <laughs> it was just, like, bad breath. Y'all don't want details. No, no sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. I'm saying, y'all. Are important, y'all. Like this is really important. Hygiene, you really like the way you carry yourself. You want that person to match how you carry yourself, or even better. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to date somebody that is not at your caliber in regards to hygiene. You know what I'm saying? Like hygiene for me is very is a big deal. You must so, have bad experiences with hygiene before that to be like on your profile. Yes. You must have had some real bad experiences. And they were all dates that I went uh, that I went on. So it was really a struggle. No, like from OKC. And some were from Hinge, too. Wow. So you don't know, like, they need to... Somebody won't tell them, and that's the bad thing about it. But they should be fucked up. Brush be stinking. Like, right, bad. and that's the thing, like, I would, I would tell them, and they'd be offended. You got what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Not so, he's trying to play them, but it's real talk. Like I'm, right, like, I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny, but you know, your breath is smelling a little crazy. Like I feel like you need to check that out. Brush your tongue. Right. You know. Yeah, it be it be TV rotten teeth that they don't know about. They so much. They don't. So. So he laughed at that pet peeve like he thought it was hilarious. And when I saw that, I was like, this is mad random. Like, this is really random. So I clicked on it. I I opened his profile. And um, for some reason, I just responded right away. Usually I don't respond right away. Thursday, baby, bring it over here. Right. I was just like, you know, whatever. You know, I'm going to respond back. And then I started going through his pictures. I started reading his profile, everything that was on his profile. And I was like, this the one. This the one. But that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't know. And the thing is, I don't, I've never really dated men that had facial hair. They always had a bare face. Yes. You date right (laughs) this. Yeah, and that's, the, <laughs> and that's the truth. So 
my cousin was like, you know, what really caught my attention was the smile. Like his, for me, his smile was like, damn. Like he be smiling. Yeah, like he had, he had his on page profile. How you know how he trying to come out here and he's free? Coop always laughing. So yeah, he do smile. Uh, yeah, Coop laughs. He laughs. So yeah, he's gonna be smiling. He though. A, he's like Yanni. Did he I have a video of him laughing on him? <laughs> <laughs> No, curious to see what they look I'm like. Curious to see his hinge account. Just out of like, what, was, what were his quotes and questions that he put up there? His hinge account and, and your hinge account. I want to see right. the comparison. So I actually, so we deleted our obviously bitch. After, <laughs> after a while, we was like, we don't need it anymore. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, his smile is what really like hit me, and I was like. But he got facial hair, but he looks so handsome. Like to me, listen, I, I I was just like, there was something about him that was just very gravitating, but it was also the personality traits. They matched mine. Like I'm very, like I'm silly because I was a nerd at some point in my life. I definitely was. And, um, and I'm goofy as well. Like I have corny moments, you know, I'm just, that's just who I am. So, so the fact that mm-hmm. his personality traits were similar to mine, I was just like, hmm, this is interesting. Like I could, you know, and I just thought he was so handsome. Like he just looked amazing to me. So I was like, wow, you know, amazing. yeah, like that's how he looked to me. And, um, and I was like, you know what, cause I'm gonna give it a last try. This is the last try and that's it like that was god girl that was nobody i was just about to say that at any point did you say like this is god like this is me i'm about to delete this and he just shoot his little it wasn't even like a shot it was just like right right like he always doing that that was really organic like him yeah it really was how long were how long were you on hinge before this success story uh, a year, almost a year. All right, oh. that's not a long time to be on a date. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Almost a year. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, I think that um, we all know. Well, um, I can't. I, not all. Sorry, I don't. I have not been. I haven't dated in a very long time. I, uh-huh. I have no idea what you guys. Neither have I, Dami. But take it away. Take it away. Because it's, it's, it's different dating in a marriage and then dating, like, people. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't know. So I am not an expert in this field. <laughs> I'll just ask my my stupid questions. Um, like, you you had some success with online dating, obviously, because this blossomed into a full relationship, right? But how, how do you think that... I'm trying to get my question out. Like, how do you think that the pandemic itself has like excelled this relationship. If, if, mm. that's a, if, if that, you want to say. Yeah, made it fast paced. Yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah, and no one has excelled this relationship basically. No one has ever asked me that question. That's really good. Um, so before we, before the pandemic, um, we was in each other's lives heavy. Like it was just like, 
I was coming over every weekend um, or every other weekend or every other day during the week, or he would come over to, to my place. And I was thirsty. <laughs> we were, we really were for it each other. For sure. that. I love that. For there sure, ain't like, nothing wrong with that. Okay. I really never, I never experienced anything like that. That's never happened to me. I'm really laid back. I'm really chill. You know, I'm just, you know, I see you when I see you. But with him, it was just like, it was just natural. Everything was just falling. Or, like, I don't know how to even explain it. And yes, that's when I knew it was God because it has, it had to be God. Because even when I tried to not catch any feelings, I really did. I really did. I, I did. Um, we did have a, a fallout moment and it was because of me. You know, we we did have a fallout moment and it was because of me because I really was trying not to catch any like strong feelings. But I realized I started to fall for him. Mm. And I, I, <laughs> yep, and I did. And I you know, that it, it kind of messed it up because I was just so insecure about the fact that am I the only one that he's talking to? Am I the only one? Like, I started questioning everything. And this made you know some damn questions, Johnny. I just told you, stop with the guy. <laughs> no, but this is, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I had to go back and be like, bruh, like, stop it. Just stop it. Like, you, you've already been there, done that. This man is showing you and is taking time out of his life, out of his business, out of his career to show you these things. And once once we had the conversation, I, I was very open to him about things that you know happened in my past and why I, I had reacted to him. I reacted that way towards him. Um, you know, I just put it out there and I was like, I really am catching like feelings for you. Like that's really what it is. And it just so happens that it was mutual. I, you know, and and that'd it be was, the best. Like yeah, the mutual, organic. That just yeah. we lit, we here. Right. So then, um, when the pandemic hit, um, it's crazy because it happened. Um, it happened like a year I'm, ago. Yeah, 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 definitely a year, uh, definitely a year ago. Um, but it happened weeks after my thirtieth birthday. And I remember he asked me, he was like, hey, you know, if you want to, if you feel comfortable, like if that's a, if you're if you're up to it, like feel free to quarantine with me. Like I'm hearing it's a thing. Wow, he got plans wow. for you. Wow. We we had the conversation. Is that I, Taylor Cooper? Yes. <laughs> Taylor yes. Cooper. Stop, y'all. Stop. 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 This is big. Okay. Stop. So, um, you, I mean, you should feel, I'm, I'm y'all, you know, they call me the hype man. I like to soup people up, but in a good way that you need to be soup. You should really feel very good about yourself because Coop don't bring nobody no goddamn way, okay? And let alone to quarantine. Yes. So, you is it, okay? Let so, me see right now, where's the ring? Yeah, right, right. That's I'm but, <laughs> but um, when he asked and we had the conversation, um, he was he was very everything was about safety for him. Like 
I want to make sure you're good. Like, just know, you know, I still have to go out here and show houses. I do still have to meet people. Yeah, like, he was still an essential worker, so he wanted to make sure that you were comfortable with that, right? Exactly. And I didn't think twice. I was just like, I'm in there. <laughs> I was like, you want to, yes. You want to, yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Right. Question is, but yes. yes. <laughs> and I was so excited. Like, I went and told my cousin, I'm like, girl, you know what? Like, my boo just told me I could quarantine with him. He told me it was on and popping. It's okay. And and your cousins with roommates. You done left your cousin. Just I, I sure did. And that's what she told me, too. She was like, wow, bitch. Like, you gonna leave me, like, during quarantine? Like, I'm like, listen. This man is something different and I just don't want to waste any time. Like I, yes. I don't want to waste any time. And I feel like this is, you know, I told her, I was like, I don't know, but, and I'm, I'm afraid of the unknown, but it's just something's telling me to just, to just go with it. Let's go with it. And I that's did. what I did. Right. We quarantined and it was like, we were living together and I'm talking about three Four months go by, five months go by, and we're getting along. Like, surprising. <laughs> like, I'm here, like, it's been six months, it's been seven months, eight months. Like, damn, now we're at nine months. We're just, you know, it, it's it's all like we're we're always laughing, we're always joking, we're always like cutting ass on each other. Like, but at the always same what? time, cutting ass. So cutting ass is like, oh, it's, I, I'm sorry. If, if we say that in the BX, it's like when you when you make when you make jokes of somebody. Oh, oh I got each other. Yeah, like we we That's cutting ass on each other. Yeah, there you go. I've so, seen that before. I was like, oh, they be they be going at it, but it's cute. I like that. Oh, we are, we're always going at it. We're always going at it. And you be coming for him. You be coming for him, okay? Oh, listen. And he be looking, he be playing no games. <laughs> yeah, I don't play. I don't play. And he knows it. He knows it. But um, but what I also loved about that process, the process of it all, was that we also got to learn each other's ugly. We got to learn because everyone has an ugly side. Everyone, right? Everyone. No one on this earth is perfect and right. angels and no. But the ugly that we saw were also triggers from our past relationship. Right. Which came up up naturally because we are still getting to know each other. Right. But we also, from the moment we met, we from our very first date, the very first time that we ever met in person, because we were talking through FaceTime and texting uh, for like two months before we actually... Sorry, a month before we actually met in person. And we promised we'll always be direct. We'll always be honest. And, you know, even if it's going to hurt us, we're going to just put it out on the table and it is what it is. So um, still to the day of today, we have that promise. We we stuck to it. And that's what we did. We kept it, you know, we kept it a buck. We kept, we will keep it real. And um, it made us a lot stronger. and. I I just felt like I had been with him for like five years. Like that's really how it feels today. That's that pandemic love, child. That's yeah. that pandemic love. 
Not, but not even like a pandemic love because I, I feel like your story is similar to mine and Louis. Like, I literally, I went to his house one day and they never go home type of shit. <laughs> and that was way before COVID even happened. <laughs> thing. But I, I think that's that is how you grow and glow with each other by moving in kind of with each other. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches believe to get married and then you date and then you explore. That, yeah. that is a lot of coaches. I do want to ask, though, to put you, like, in the hot seat for a little bit. Put her in the hot seat. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Love Conflict's topic was inspired by Taylor Cooper. <laughs> Wait, repeat your question. Which Love love Conflict's topic was inspired by Taylor Cooper, a situation that you guys went through? Not his full name, though, bitch. <laughs> I have to always say his full name. Um, there, there are a few um that were inspired by him. One of them was um how to find love on a dating app. Mm. Um, that was that was one, and another one. Um, what was the other one? It was oh. a juicy one. Some juicy. <laughs> I. I don't need. I'm I, dirty. I don't need so many topics. I'm dirty. I don't remember, but I know. Nasty. So <laughs> I know, um, I did talk about like how a man treats you says a lot, and um, that was definitely inspired by him because I feel like comparing it to my past dates and or my past relationships. Uh, relationship, I felt like the way he was treating me and his actions and things that he would do was just like letting me know and further confirming like, hey, this is not a joke to me. Like, I really, I really respect you. Like, I really am here for you. Like, I I want you to be my woman. And I want you to understand that. And this is how I'm going to, I'm going to. My woman. I got plans for you. Right, right. So that was that was definitely um, a deep conversation on love conflicts, and of course, he's always listening, and he's like, well, "Why you always gotta bring me in it? You know, why you always gotta bring me into it?" And it's just like because you actually haven't inspired me. He's a very private person. Let's just say that, like, he's not a yes. social media guru. He's not like. He is very, he is a very, and that's why I've always loved Taylor because yeah. his privacy and how he respects um, his time and how he spends his time. Like something you won't even know about him until it's like five months later. Like, yeah, nigga, like I, I want to know. Like, it's you know, true. So, but I, you have to respect that's that. Good. He's a person of integrity. He wants to make sure mm-hmm. whatever is on his plate, it's, it's, it's actual is actually is action being shown you know what i'm saying exactly and say listen this is what i did and i totally respect that like salute to him for that so you you gotta Thanks. you gotta you gotta love that um i had a question but then i fucking forgot anybody else have a question <laughs> wait y'all thought- i feel like yanni yanni gave us so much did no, she was detailed. We didn't even need details on top of well, he's on oh, the mind. She already had it. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like oh, never mind. No, oh, wait. Wait. I'm gonna go back because it's a it's a it's a question that we had in here, and we didn't because I know we like 
skipped over a lot of the online dating. And I love that um, there's so many concerns with online dating, right? Have you ever been catfished? I definitely um, did one time. And it was, which dating app was it? It was on OKP. Oh, okay. Okay, see, you said? Okay, Cupid, yep. He put up a picture of how he looked five years ago. Wow. That's common, though, I hear on these dating apps. Yeah. That is so scary. (laughs) So that's definitely happened to me. Um, What did he look like now? It was really bad. What happened, love? I said it was really bad compared to five years ago. Yes. Like it was, it was, he didn't look like, he didn't look like that picture at all. He was so, heavy setter. Like he was, yeah, he was, was heavy setter. He had a messed up eye. Oh, he had face tune and shit on his picture. <laughs> that nigga had a I was like, not a messed up eye though. He did. He had, he, had, he, had, he had a lazy eye. A lazy eye. Oh, damn. He had a lazy eye, and it was it was extremely. So he popped it open for the picture. He probably did because I didn't. See it. I did not see it. So uh, yes, I definitely have. <laughs> I definitely have. But one thing I do though, and I, I'm going to say it on this podcast is, um, I always shared my location with my friends. My location, I always sent the picture of the person of their hinge of their phone. Like, I, you know, like, oh no, listen, our our, our listeners, yeah, like that's very important. That if you're gonna go on a date, always send screenshot the profile, screenshot pictures. If this person is picking you up. You go to the front of the car, you screenshot it. I mean, you take a picture of it. Like, I did that. And I remember guys would ask me, like, why are you doing that? I'm like, I don't know if you're a murderer. I don't know if you're a rapist. I don't know. I don't know that. Try to make it home, bro. I don't know if you're a murderer. And they would laugh, but then they'd be like, you know what? You're you're really smart because none of the women that I've been on a date with has ever done that. So... I'm like, I'm sharing my location. I'm sending pictures to my friends. Like, that's that's very, very important. And always watch your surroundings, too, especially in public. If you're with this person in public, like, you know, outside of, like, a restaurant. So for, for our uh, viewers or listeners that are, do you suggest that the first date, like, they get picked up? Or do you suggest, like, they meet at a place? Like, what are your suggestions for the first date? Definitely, definitely meet up. Do not, do not get picked up in the car. I would say, like, if it's like the third date, like, no problem. Get picked up in the car, no problem. But you also want to be picked up. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be getting picked up where you live. Mm -hmm. You should, you know, go somewhere, sit there, like, go to, go to like a local bar or something. Sit there, tell them to pick you up there. And then go. They don't need to know exactly where you live. Because you don't know. You don't, you just don't know. Like, I, I, I'm always. You know what? It was, on, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it was on social media this week where this girl had went out on a date with a guy and she had him pick her up from her friend's house. But he didn't know that was her friend's house. And he came back to the house and they had him on the ring, like, 
what the fuck are you doing here? Right. That's good practice. Like, you can't even you can't even bring people to your people's house. I used to always get on my friend because she used to oh. always meet dudes, like have dudes come here to pick her up. And I'm like, don't get like my address out. Talking about our last so I'll do that. friend came and let the dude that Bianca like didn't really like and just like had him come mm. and meet and Bianca like, no, you can't be no. doing that. Absolutely not. That's but that, in jeopardy. Correct. That's that's good practice though, whether you're doing online dating or any type of dating, not to have a dude pick you up from your home. You no. know, your first couple of days, somewhere very mutual. Yes. There's a lot of people around. Yes. Shit. Yes. And then y'all can go on whatever date you want to go on. I'm, I'm not, not going to lie. I used to lie and say I live at someone else's house. And, uh, <laughs> 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 I think that's de- that's definitely something that oh, I, I love my car here, but you can drop me off here. My friend lives here. He go oh, okay, and I literally would run downstairs, get in my car, start my car, and drive around the block. If if I'm at my actual house, right. that's still smart. Oh, drive around the block, and then when he think I'm left, I left. I'll actually go back home. So yeah. that's very smart. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not doing all that because he can always double back. Like I don't trust. I don't trust him. <laughs> They're not gonna do that. I'm not because they could double back. Okay, so Yanni, what advice would you give uh, women that's dating on apps now? Like, if you had one takeaway from your online dating experience, what advice would you give to anyone that's uh, currently? Doing it? Um, take your time. Take your time. Do not, and don't go into. You don't have to date. Any like every man that, I mean, every person that slides into your DMs, mm-hmm. you choose, you know, you have the choice. You choose to, you know, whatever catches your attention and go with it. But you don't have to, you don't have to jump into every date. Like, you know, take your time, take your time with it. And also don't go into the date already thinking this is the person I'm going to have a relationship right. with or I might have a relationship with. Don't do Very that. Good advice. Yes. Don't do that. Do not go into all the dates and start talking about, you know, set your intention. Yes. Be like, Hey, what, what exactly are you looking for? Those date, those conversations need to be um, spoken about. Uh, that conversation needs to be had on a date, but um Definitely do not go into it full force thinking that this is the one, this is everything. I want to go back to what you said in the beginning too, because you you actually started off with this and you stated that you 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 talked about what you wanted. Like right before you even downloaded these apps, you set your affirmation, you manifested like this is what I want from these apps. And I think that that was very good because if you're if you're going into a situation, I don't even care if it's download a new stock app, right? So you're going into that and you need to say, with this app, I want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like setting those affirmations in and manifestations for those will lead you to the ultimate thing that you wanted out of that, whatever right. it is. Absolutely. So the ultimate goal. It, it, I think that, that I took that's what I take away from this whole conversation, this whole interview is that. You you actually set your affirmations. You manifested what you wanted, and you got yes, it. Mm-hmm. That year of healing was like, this is what I'm going to do. I did it, and now this is what I'm looking for because I found yeah. out. I got back to me. 
Exactly. Right. exactly. Why that year of healing is necessary, ladies. Don't go from yeah. one relationship to the next. I mean, I wish this is what I I really wish of all women that you actually actually listen. And I think that mm-hmm. I, I I just had an interview <laughs> for Amazing Strides, right? For his Black History Month um something I did. I don't even remember. But anyway, one of they asked me like the question was, what advice do you have for others? And I said that the the main thing is actually listening, right? Because a lot of us just, we talked about it yesterday, um, we listen to respond or react instead of actually just listening. If we right. take time to listen to other people's advice and their journey, you have no idea what you would actually take from it. So it, I, I really wish like some of our listeners actually listen to this because I've been seeing y'all out there. We follow some of y'all. Listen <laughs> I'm jumping in. So you know. Yeah. I'm like, wasn't she just with fucking with what's the name? Right. And it's not, not to judge anybody. It's for not, what not, you want to do. It's not for that. This is actually it's, giving you knowledge. This is supposed correct. to not judging you, but correct. I'm like, I know. know who you are and then manifest yeah. what you want. Stop thinking. Yeah, words have power. Work, yeah. It's like it's like a job. Everything in my life, I, I, I look for it as a job. It might not be work to me, but it's a job. So I got to work at it for it to work for me, right? I got to work at my money. I got to work at my credit school. I got to work at my finances. I got to work at being a mom for it to work for me. It, it once, you, once you put the work in it, it all, now you just sit back and fucking relax because you did the job. You Now, now it, is. Yeah. it is. And I want to say one last thing. And if this is to me very important. You do not want to go into a relationship not healed from a past relationship wound because, or wounds, because you're just going, like, you're not going to find anyone being angry. You're not going to find anyone being mean to a man or being disrespectful to a, to a man or, or a woman. Like it goes both ways. Sure does. Um, you know, and you really have to be real with yourself and also think about your toxic ways as well because you don't want to bring that into a new relationship. This person has no fault of it. Yeah. Right. What's happened. So that's, that's definitely very important to look into that. Wow. This was a great talk. Right. It great was really conversation. Like, very much so a girl chat. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was. I told my dad, I was like, oh, dad, we're going to have Yanni on the show today. He was like, y'all not done talking. (laughs) (laughs) Not not yet. I want to be in tune so bad. He was going to yesterday. He want to be in tune so bad. Is that what you not done yet? Talk about Yimmy. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. It actually, when Yanni said she was a, a daddy's girl, reminded me of you and your dad, Miles. Well, Miles, right? Yeah, the homie. The order, like I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's a big homie for real. But once again, Yanni, thank you so much for coming on to this episode and letting our listeners get to know you. Right? Yeah. Of course, it was definitely um, a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me on Hello Queen's podcast. It's always a great time, um, you know, just being around you ladies and especially last night. And it's just off the camera is is 
underscore Yanni. My TikTok is Love Solutions with two S, uh, two S's. And um, YouTube is just Love Conflicts. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Take it out. So this is episode 75 of Hella Queens podcast, y'all. Yes. Tune it in. We will be back next month with another amazing episode. Um, and that's it. That's love. I mean, excuse me. That's Hella Queens. That's Hella Queens meets love conflict. Yay! Ciao. Bye. No gang gang. Gang gang. Be out, gang gang. <laughs> <laughs>